Four Midwest Guys presents Watchers of the MCU. everybody and welcome to back to Ford Midwest Guys Presents Watchers of the MCU. I'm your host B. Willie and with me today is my daughter Gabriella. Hi. Obviously as to remind everybody she wears a mask just to uh, keep her face hidden as I don't trust anybody on the internet as a father. So she will wear the mask the rest of the episode. Just in case you're wondering. She's not sick just I don't trust anybody. And she really likes the podcast so this is the compromise between father Overprotective father and daughter. Uh, Mr. Ankenbauer uh, will not be with us. Uh, we tried to get our schedules uh, linked up, didn't work. And uh, he also had his second shot uh, as he in the whole vaccination process, as you know. Sometimes that can make you awfully tired and, and uh, cranky and uh, kind of sore and feeling and stuff like that. So we wish him best and we wish him, uh, you know, well, uh, soon, real quick recovery here from us. And we miss you, miss you, B. And uh, hope that you get back with us real, real soon. Um, so, and he'll be fully vaccinated too, so that's awesome. Um, all right, so we fell behind in the whole week by week podcast thing of doing Falcon Winter Soldier. So, we're going to do one giant wrap up show today. So, we'll be covering uh, episodes three, four, five, and six. Uh, as a catch up, so that you'll you'll see this. So really, there'll be three podcasts. You'll get up. You have the episode one podcast by itself, the episode two podcast by itself, and then this mega one here at the end, which will just be again episodes three through six, which you can read there at the bottom of the screen and reviews. So just so everybody knows what's going on. All right. So with that said, Gabby, we've got a lot of work to do. So you ready to get started? Sure. Not like I have a choice anymore. Oh, like I forced you to do this. No, you didn't. I just, I, we're recording now, so I don't have a choice. Oh, yeah, you're stuck now. Okay. Yeah, I have uh, no, go, no going back. <laughs> so we get, let's get an episode three, Power Broker. Um, something I was really excited for about this entire series was the return of Zemo. General Zemo uh, from uh, last time we saw him was in Civil War. Uh, he was never a real ho high profile bad guy. He just was out for pure revenge because... Avengers, in Avengers Ultron, his whole country gets destroyed and his family dies. And he wants pure revenge against the Avengers. And he actually ends up turning Captain America and um, uh, Iron Man against each other and splits up the Avengers. He's successful in his mission. Uh, he doesn't get them to kill each other necessarily, but he does break them up. And the amount of psychological damage he does on the planning and the methodical planning and the sacrifice that he's willing to do to get to this point is what I think made him a really good bad guy and I wish we could have seen more even of that side of him in this series but in this series this time he kind of plays the the CI if you will uh, it's in this buddy cop kind of drama he's the criminal informant um, the Dr. Lecter if you will even when we first see him he's behind the glass um, when he's talking to Bucky and he even tries to get reactivate Bucky's winter soldier he starts saying all the words to him and Bucky's like it's not going to work, pal. Uh, but still, you know, 
he starts off sinister anyway. I just wish he had stayed that way a little longer because um, I really like the methodical bad guy sometimes, especially when you got all these guys with superpowers and incredible powers and it's something just as simple as messing with their heads that, you know, he's able to get to them. And I would like to see more of that, Zemo, but we end up with this. In other words, this time around, he's more of like the... He's the, he's the CI, if you will. If Where he's in Lethal Weapon, he's a much better... Um, uh, CI than they, they had in their show and I can't remember the actor's name. But anyway. Uh, but he doesn't really play a whole lot of comedy though either. Other than his dancing which is, they have a 12 hour of him just going or whatever it was. I don't know why. <laughs> it was huge though. It was a hit. And they called it the Zemo Cut. Um, <laughs> did you enjoy the Zemo Cut? Sure. <laughs> what did you think of Zemo? Um, well, I don't really, I have poor memory, so I don't remember Civil War that very much. Okay. So, I was like, who this man? Yeah, didn't who know. Who this man? Who this man, all right. Uh, who dat, who dat. Um, okay. all right, so, um, let's, let's talk about, so, they, he ends up, Zemo takes him to this, uh, he says he knows where to start, and where they end up starting is a, uh, a place called Majapur, uh, which apparently is kind of like it's it kind of has this v feel of Singapore meets Hong Kong. It's this underworld sort of city that kind of operates on its own, kind of like a pirate city almost, um, just full of all kinds of. It's it's, it's just a, a place for for the uh, the 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 underground the the criminal activity to thrive pretty much, um, and. Of all people they find there, they find um, Sharon Carter, um, who we haven't seen since Civil War, and apparently she had never gotten a pardon, never signed the agreement, uh, the Accords Agreement, and has been on the run ever since she helped them out, helped out uh, Captain America's side, and she has been been on the run ever since, and is now living in Uptown Majapur and is a quote unquote art dealer and has real stolen art and is um throws these huge giant rave parties um <laughs> there as well uh which is a vast 180 from the character we see in civil war she's seems very by the book very upstanding holds herself accountable she you know she's um she's related to uh, agent carter um uh uh, Captain America's uh, love interest. Um, so she, you know, and who's the first director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so she's got the blood relation and she's got, she's a very upstanding person, but she seems to, in order to survive anyway, imagine poor, she's kind of built up this, her own, well, underground criminal network. Um, it, it seems. Um, what do you think, Gabby, about this change from going from somebody who's really upstanding to because of survival becomes that in order to survive becomes this takes on the more underground world becomes a criminal okay so again i don't know who this woman is um so i i only know the side of um winter soldier yeah okay like i only know the side that we saw her in in falcon winter soldier like that's that's all i know like yeah so I I don't know what to like say about that. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, well and she kind of plays on Sam's feelings too. She's you know because yeah. she never got pardoned. He's like, well, I'll get you pardoned. I know people. We'll get the help us out this time. We'll take care of it. You know, and uh, 
Um, so she gives him where uh, this doctor is that they're looking for. He creates the serum. His name is Dr. Nagel. And his story was is he's hired by the CIA uh, using uh, Isaiah, uh, the uh, the guy in the Korea War, the Captain America of the Korean War, the African American Captain America, um, the first one, and you know how he was locked up and experimented on while they had these blood samples from him. Doctor Nagel was in the process of recreating the serum from them, and then Thanos comes along and goes and snaps. He gets snapped out. And then when he comes back five years later, there's no program. The CIA has disavowed it. And so he turns to the criminal underground because he's a, he's kind of obsessed with himself and the serum and the program. And he so he goes to the power broker and the power broker sets him up to recreate the serum. And that's how the super soldier serum comes back into the world, so to speak, uh, or at least his version of it. Um, so, uh, yeah, so this, you know. And then obviously when Zemo gets there, we get in the scene, we see Zemo put his mask back on briefly, which for your comic book nerds out there, which was purple, Gabby's favorite color. Did you dig the, the mask or no? No, it was more magenta. Do you think it was magenta? I thought it was purple. No? I'm colorblind. You think I'm colorblind? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So, um, <laughs> and then of course Zemo, once the doctor tells his whole story, knocks off the doctor without Sam and and uh the winter soldier being able knowing he had a gun or anything and uh because he's obsessed because zemo his whole thing in this world is to make sure that you know there are no super soldiers that there are nobody with enhanced powers he hates that he hates anything to do with that that's his his whole job while he was with in hydra was to stop their version of the winter soldier program so you know it's it's the same his mission continues that's why he's doing all this is why he's helping and his obsession causes him to kill kill the doc and then at the meantime we go back to the flag smashers and in this episode they're being kind of painted as a robin hood for misplaced people so when the snap happened the country's like half the world's population disappeared so half of the pop imagine half your population in your country just completely disappearing and all of a sudden you don't have a workforce and all of a sudden your economy starts falling apart so they started letting in they opened up all the borders and all the countries and all the world and all these and all the immigrants and everything anybody who was misplaced was able to come in and get a job and, and start working back problem is when they reverse the snap then everybody came back and now there's a problem because there's people misplaced because they came back from those who got snapped are back and people are already in their place some in most cases and it's causing a big problem and because of carly's actions so far that uh you know that, that they're causing the, the grc to become more and more radical against her is she's becoming more radical and in fact she takes the next step and up to this point she really hasn't hurt anybody she's just stolen the super soldier serum from the power broker and is you know kind of starting to make headway against the grc using her powers and her in her group of of of, of uh freedom you either look at it, it depends on how you look at it terrorists or freedom fighters right depending on how you look at it in this case um so people are just wondering you know so she just gets more and more radical. Carly decides to take it up a step. She goes from not hurting anybody and being kind of just stealing stuff and being peaceful, kind of a Robin Hood kind of thing, to actually this time she takes down and blows up an entire 
with a car bomb takes out an entire building full of tied up uh, GRC troops because uh, the GRC has like a militant wing to it. Um, so she's gone more radical. She's stepped over that line from this point on. So now she's she's no longer the Robin Hood. The good she's not. She doesn't have her hands aren't are no longer clean. Right? She can't be looked at as a freedom fighter so much more as she can a terrorist now. She's really hurt her cause by doing this, don't you think? You think so? Yeah. I mean, beforehand, I mean, like, I that's legal. But afterhand, is that a word, afterhand? Afterwards, after the fact. Afterhand. Yeah, we're going to say afterhand. That is so um, ghetto good. <laughs> Afterhand, that's that's illegal, bestie. I don't, mm. you know. All right, well, af, let's go afterhand, and let's talk about the last. I don't know if that works. Let's go and uh, let's talk to. Let's talk about what happens at the very end of this episode. So, um, Bucky starts noticing these little, per I don't I would call them camera calls. things. They're little camera surveillance. Things and he knows what they are, and he basically calls out. And who shows up at the end in an alleyway? He calls a person out. He knows he's like, "I know you're here," and it ends up being the head of the Wakanda uh, Royal Guard, and uh, that's where Episode Three ends. <laughs> so uh, that's the end of Episode Three. Now we're going into Episode Four, uh, which is Episode Four is titled "The World, the whole, the whole world, the whole world is watching." So Episode Four. I the whole that was, Nope, nope, nope. We'll get to that in a minute. Or eventually. I'm we'll so confused. We'll get to it. Don't worry. Okay. So the whole world is watching, and it's an appropriate title for what happens at the end of episode yeah. four. We'll get to that. We're getting um, there. So the um, we pick up right where we leave off in episode three, and basically, you got to remember that Bucky is, he's sympathetic to her, or, you know, even though... He doesn't want them to take Zemo from him because he needs him to complete his mission. That he has, remember this, the Wakandans that clear his mind, right? That, you know, when he's got the Winter Soldier, they end up putting him back in ice and then they're able to start rehabilitating him from his mind and release him from the Winter Soldier brainwashing that he's been going through for the last 90 years. Yes, brainwashing. Yes. So, not, not brainwashing, brainwashing. Okay, brainwashing, washing, whatever. Miss, whatever it is you said, hand. What was Afterhand. it? Afterhand. Afterhand, yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> you got no room to talk. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so Bucky, remember, he owes all, he owes Wakanda a lot. And basically, he, he, he negotiate, tries to negotiate. She really just tells him, you've got eight hours. In eight hours, we're going to come get Zemo no matter where you're at in your mission. So make sure you get whatever you need information you need to get out of him. Um, and then we're, and then also in this episode, Zemo brings up a good point. Why he, he brings up about anybody who has powers. He brings, it's kind of philosophical argument he has with Sam and with Bucky. Anybody who has powers ends up with superior feelings, meaning that they're, they feel like they're better than everybody else. And then that leads to, uh, other problems and leads to, you know, people to, you know, like what happened in Sokovia. Eventually, that's where he's going with it. Is you know, this leads to this, and then, you know, eventually they'll something even worse will happen because of everybody should be on an equal playing field as far as Zemo is concerned. Yeah. 
So, and then that's why it's it's a little bit reaffirmation why Zima is doing what he's doing and why he's here, and he's why he's helping. Um, so, um, and of course, the one exception they make to this whole rule is is Steve Rogers, and then obviously Isaiah, but Zima doesn't know about Isaiah either. Um, so, but you know, but as Zima says, not everybody is Steve Rogers, right? Like Steve Rogers is, you know, you find somebody like that. It's rare, extremely rare, right? That has that has that moral code and center to them, like that, even despite powers. Um, and then uh, Carly goes to the funeral. We find out a little bit more background on Carly. Is she had like this mother figure, like a uh, she was a uh, like a like the head of an orphanage kind of thing for misplaced people, I guess. And she helped raise all these people and she was one of them. And she ends up getting sick, uh, from the displacement because she's one of the displaced people, uh, and ends up dying of a disease because she's in refugee camp after refugee camp. And it, it kind of explains where Carly's coming from and why she's doing what she's doing and why she feels so strongly. It's kind of like her backstory. Um, so after the funeral, uh unfortunately john walker shows back up he's been he's remember john's been up to this point has been three or four steps behind bucky and um and sam the whole time because because of zemo well because they have zemo and but you know they know what they're doing john doesn't really know what he's doing john just wants to be he wants to be the new captain america he thinks he is captain america he wants to be he doesn't just want to be steve rogers he wants to be better than steve rogers and then have that be in control and be in command and work as one team but he can't he doesn't have that and he's he's a guy that's always won throughout his life we find out you know remember he's he's been the captain of the football team they were undefeated he goes he's got all these medals of honor he's won every battle he's been in he's pretty much won but now in this captain america suit this whole time he keeps losing he's always behind he's always losing and it's eating at him and it's eating at his ego so keep that in mind as we go forward <coughs> in this episode. Um, anyway, the so John wants to go in right away, take Carly, get out, you know. But Sam's like he wants to talk to her. He thinks he can reason with her the whole time. Um, but, of course, the, the ego and the waiting, he doesn't wait the full 10 minutes. After maybe four or five minutes, he rushes in, creates the havoc and chaos. Carly gets away, but of course Zemo's in is there waiting for her and uh, attacks her. She loses all the super sir, sir, soldier serums she has. Zemo's going around breaking them all, except for one that falls off into the corner, which of course John Walker finds of all people, and he takes it and puts it in his his little uh, <coughs> his outfit or whatever. So um, let's see where else. We'll make sure I don't miss anything here. Okay, so, um, <clears throat> but yeah, so Zima destroys ever all the rest of it. So then the, the Wakandans show up to take Zemo, and John Walker's there uh, in, in this penthouse or in Zemo's penthouse or whatever you want to call it. And yeah, the Wakandans don't have any patience for John, and they don't really give John any of the respect that he's looking for. And they just start kicking John and Battlestar's ass. Uh, and really, at first, it's just Bucky and, Bucky and Sam are just kind of watching and laughing. And they only get involved because, at, at times, to try to keep the Wakandans from killing them. Um, and then it ends up in a big fight. 
But John, Walker, and Battlestar thoroughly get their butts kicked. Thoroughly get their butts kicked. Now remember, I just told you this, all this stuff he, that John is not used to losing, right? That John Walker is not used to losing at all. He's always about everything he's done in his life. He's one of those guys that's just always been a winner. But he's dealing with the situations and things that are far more powerful than him that he can't handle. And he just took another hit to a huge eagle. It, to his huge ego. In fact, there's a scene between him and Battlestar, and he's like, would you take the serum if you had it? And Battlestar's absolutely, I would take it. And they start, you know, and sure enough, uh, we'll see what happens with that um, as we go forward. <laughs> mm, yeah. Um, mm. And uh, in the meantime, our friend Carly, who's not real bright, decides to threaten Sam's sister, which I thought, and in order to get Sam a message... I would have just left a message with his sister. I wouldn't have threatened his sister. I still think Sam would have got the message. Um, but again, it shows how far she's willing to go to get to get her stuff done and how radical she's becoming. You know, she's threatening people. She's killing people. She's becoming just as bad as the people she's fighting. You know, that's the problem. I don't think she realizes it. Um, but anyway, so of course, uh, when this meeting happens, um, at this point... Um, Falcon is in his full suit and uh, comes to really more comes to fight than to talk, but he does start talking to her. And of course, who shows up but John Walker with new enhanced power? So, yeah, John Walker has taken the super serum uh, soldier uh, uh, serum that uh, he found. Yay! And is now bending pipes around people's necks and throwing people across the room. Lovely. And, and um, yeah. And it seems like, now remember, if you go back, all the way back to Captain America, the first Avenger movie, the first Captain America movie, remember the guy who invented the serum said, it makes good better, and it makes bad worse. So if you have good traits, you get super strength, of course, you get all these abilities, but personality-wise, if you have good morals, that gets better. If you don't, if you have any kind of problems, any, let's, in John Walker's case, insecurities, paranoia, that gets worse. And sure enough, that's what happens with John here as, as we go forward. Um, <clears throat> um, so, uh, Carly, and then, of course, what happened, of course, you know, the, there's a big fight, another big fight scene with the Flag Smasher Super Soldiers against a now juiced, juiced up uh, John Walker, a Battlestar, and Bucky and Sam. And, of course, in this big battle, and it's a pretty big battle, Battlestar still being human or not having any kind of special abilities or equipment uh, takes a, a nice hit from, from Carly, ends up hitting a pillar right in his neck, snaps his neck, he's dead. Um, of course, upon seeing this, John Walker is in his best friend his best friend in the whole world um pretty much his entire life i guess and goes ballistic and goes after the first person he sees it's not even carly who killed him it's this other flag smasher guy and just goes crazy and uh chases ends up chasing him outside ends up in a public square around a bunch of people and of course everybody has cell phones these days and everything's out and john literally just murders him with the Captain America shield just over and over and over again. We don't need to know the details. Well, we, yeah, anyway. But you end up with this guy's blood 
guts and brains all splattered over the Captain America shield at the bottom. We don't need to know the details, Dad. Well, it's symbolic, though, because now the shield has become tainted. That symbol of Captain America, of, of you know, of doing the right thing, now all of that has now been tainted, right? Destroyed. And, yeah. Been gone. So, and that's where we leave. That's where episode four leaves off so, the whole world is watching the whole world was watching uh, episode five which is just simply called truth um bucky and so bucky and, and sam immediately we find john walker and kind of right after this kind of he runs away into like a a warehouse and bucky and sam confront him and decide that they're going to take the shield from him what? This is off topic, but are you wearing shoes? Yes. Oh. I'm wearing socks. That's great, Gabby. <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything we're talking about, but thanks for the for the comedic break. All right. <laughs> Hopefully there will be no more of that. <laughs> so again, Sam Bucky decide that obviously after this, John John is no longer worthy of the shield. He's no longer worthy of being Captain America. They end up in a big fight between the three of them, um, in which Sam loses his wings. So he's really not—he's no longer Falcon. Um, he gets the winged, and eventually they end up taking the the shield back from from John. Um, thank God. Um, and then we switch from that scene right to John Walker back in Washington. He basically. It gets goes before a hearing, and he is uh, he is um, he's not put in jail, but he is uh, dishonorably discharged, and he is stripped of his ranks, proud and privileges of being Captain America. And um, they said if it was not for his previous service, he would have been in jail um, for what he did. And obviously, he he says, "Well, this is what you trained me to do. This is what you asked me to do." Walks out of the, the hearing, walks out on the hearing. That uh, hasn't ended. And then we end in, and then enters a new character called Val. She has a really long name, which I won't, won't even try. Um, it's like 12 different names. Valerie uh, but something. Anyway, you know, it's actually Valentina something. Anyway. Um, but, but it is, uh, it's Louise Dreyfus from Seinfeld. Plays her, uh, you may recognize her, obviously. Uh, I looked her up in the comics, or at least online in the comics. She's been called Miss Hydra before. She's been called other other aliases, but I thought the Miss Hydra one obviously kind of uh, stands out. So she's kind of like an evil, um, at least in the comics anyway. We don't know where they're going to go with her, obviously, in the MCU. But in the comics, I guess she's best described as kind of like an evil... Um, uh, Samuel L. Jackson's character, Nick, uh, Nick Fury. An evil Nick Fury. And she'll probably put her own Avenger team together or some other team of evil. <laughs> anyway, she ends up giving her card to, to John Walker and his wife and walks away. But she's obviously got interest in him because he's obviously is now a super soldier. So, but And he has powers. Wasn't the card empty from my memory? The card didn't have anything on it? Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. Good call. I have big brain. But I'm sure it's probably some tracking device or something. Um, and then we next next thing we see is John going to the parents of his friend Battlestar, and this guy is just deteriorating, right? And he decides to lie 
to his his the parents Battlestar's parents and he said I well the guy I killed was the one that killed Battlestar that's not true it was Carly the whole time that killed Battlestar so he's obviously trying to lie and cover up and, and create his own version of what happened in order to justify what he did and why he did it you know so he's actually lying on top of it so you can see he just keeps sinking to a, you know a new low what um, if what if he didn't realize that it was Carly who killed Battlestar though? oh he knows he does? Yes. Yeah. But do they confirm that? Yeah, I think so. They do? Yeah, because you see it's Carly that, that actually hits him, and he goes flying. Battlestar goes flying. Hits this big that big pillar. The pillar cracks, and uh-huh. he just goes... Yeah, but did did, did Walker witness yeah, that? Yeah, oh. he was right there. So Carly okay. just happens to get away, and he just decides to chase the first guy he sees and take his wrath out on that guy. Ah. I don't even know... If, I'm sure he had a name, but I'm not sure. He's just one of the Flag Smasher Super Soldiers. Um, anyway, um, next thing we see is you got Zemo uh, at his uh, the Sokovia Memorial, and he meets Bucky there, and he basically tries to tell Bucky, he said, there's no other way. She's not going to stop. You're going to have to kill Carly going forward. And Bucky, you know, because Bucky's there to obviously to grab him and turn him in. But, of course, instead the Wakanda guards show up and kind of uh, do that for him, as it were. And uh, so he ends up uh, getting taken away. And they, end up, they say they're going to take him to the raft. And for those of you who don't remember, the raft is that, um, if you go back to Civil War, is that in the middle of the ocean um, jail that kind of rises out of the water. So it's an underwater prison <laughs> is where Zemo is being taken. Um, anyway, so we switch from that to Sam going to see Isaiah with the shield. Um, and again, Isaiah won't even look. He was going to open the shield and like he was going to give Isaiah the shield. I was like, all right, well, then you have it. And Isaiah wouldn't even look at it, wouldn't have anything to do with it because when he came back from his missions and, and he was abused, he was put in prison and they, they experimented on him constantly because of all this, this, this you know obviously hard feelings from that and and being treated so poorly um by his his own country um he won't even acknowledge the shield he wants nothing to do with it um so you know it's it just shows the dark side of even any country of any kind of secret weapons program right that people are going to be used and uh, he was obviously used and mistreated horribly so we go through all of that um so next, next thing you see is Sam decides to go home, back to his sister in Louisiana. Um, it's kind of this feel-good moment. Bucky shows up. Sam calls in all of his, his, you know, his family. It was like this, the family that helped everybody in the area. He called in all the favors with everybody. Everybody comes in. They start fixing up the boat. Kind of a good feeling, you know, that call back to, to family, back to roots, you know, back to what, what's good in the world, right? Even though everything's going to hell in a handbasket. Around them, at least they're, you know, they're there. Sam starts training with the shield for the first time. We see him throw it, catch it, trying to do flips with it, trying to learn how to use it. Um, and we see Sam and Bucky kind of have like a heart to heart. And, you know, Bucky, you know, Bucky, re- you know, continues to reveal about, you know, about Steve and the shield and, and all this. And Sam helps Bucky go, well, you need to just confront these people that are on your list instead of just going to lunch with them and kind of you know you have to tell them you have to you have to 
you can't just do stuff. You have to go and actually sit down and do the hard part and, and, and tell them what happened and why. And that's Bucky actually does that with that, uh, that old, uh, uh, Japanese fellow who lost his son that he killed. Uh, so, you know, and he ends up doing that, but it's kind of like this, uh, this is where Bucky and Sam really kind of become friends, I guess at this point, they're kind of, they're, they are friends, but they're not frenemies kind of thing here. They, they kind of bond so to speak. So it's kind of that good feeling moment in the, in the series, right? Um, the GRC, uh, we switched to the GRC in the news and because of all the flag smasher activities and all the terrorist activities that are increasing, they're going to take a vote and close the border. So I guess what happened when everybody got snapped, when the snap happened, economies crashed and they started letting refugees and people in to try to keep their the countries up and stable and, and and everything and everybody was kind of working together trying to keep everything together and then when everybody got unsnapped now you've got again there's this problem of what do you do so now what they're going to do is kick all the people back out of the countries and displace almost they said 20,000 people I think was it 20,000? I don't know that's what you were doing. I think it was 20,000 from what I remember. I fell asleep when you were writing this down so. But um, but anyway uh, yeah, so, you know, they're going to take this big vote and, and displace. That's the one thing Carly doesn't want. That's the worst thing that could happen. Um, then the next scene, which I kind of thought was happening, and I didn't know if they have. I really didn't know if they'd have the balls to make Karen, Sharon Carter, who has this lineage of, you know, from the, the hero department uh, on behind her, and they actually did make her bad. It turns out she's the power broker, and then she, she ends up helping... The Flag Smashers hire the French terrorists from episode one. You know, that whole helicopter scene with Falcon and everything and saving the the uh, soldier and the terrorist, the bad guy from that, the terrorist. I uh, can't remember his name. Was it something uh, something with a B? Anyway, bat, bats. Anyway, it'll come to me. Uh, they hire him back and really he doesn't. He doesn't care. He's just helping the Flag Smashers because he wants to kill Sam for what he did to him. Um, so, uh, yeah. And then we switch to good old our, our lovely John Walker, fake Captain America, uh, making a fake Captain American shield. Um, and he decides to put his own medals of honor on the back of it. Um, so, and then we end, we end, episode five ends with the case that Bucky came with. The, he was carrying from Wakanda. Sam opens it and looks at it, and that's where episode five ends. Now we're moving into episode six, which is titled One World, One People, which is the Flag Smashers quote uh, when they're trying to hype themselves up. That's their, their slogan, One World, One People. Um, Flag Smashers infiltrate the GRC headquarters. Uh, they prevent the vote, and they take hostages uh, Sharon Carter suddenly shows up to Sam. She's got like one of those cool little fake masks, like kind of like a Mission Impossible thing. Pulls it off. And she's there to quote unquote help. Yeah, right. Um, but as far as Sam knows, that that's what's going on. Um, <coughs> uh, so they put the hostages, half the hostages, in a helicopter. They put half the hostages in a armored car. And Sam shows up in his brand new Captain America suit full with a brand new set of giant metal wings. So not only can Captain America fly, but he's got the shield, he's got the wings, 
He's got the jetpack. He's got everything he had before, except it seems a little bit more beefed up. It's a really cool looking Amer Captain America suit, by the way. I love the the kind of the stripe, the white that he's wearing, and he's got this lion, and he's got the star. It, it's pretty cool looking, in my opinion, with the goggles and everything. So you got a flying Captain America now, essentially. The one thing he doesn't have super strength like Cap did, but he can fly. So it's kind of like. Uh, Kind of like win -win. it's kind of like Iron Man meets Amer Captain America, kind of in a s strange sort of way, um, but uh, but better in my opinion. So I thought it was pretty cool. Did you like the new suit, by the way? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I, it's kind of like a uh, the color, like it's like basically the same design as the Falcon, but with Captain America colors. Kind of, yeah, but it was more beefed up, and, yeah. and uh, he had much bigger wings. I thought, I thought it was. Uh, the, I didn't pay attention. I did. Did you notice, did you see where he used the wings to save himself and that one guy from the debris, like his shield? So in the first episode, we saw him make with the old suit. He made a smaller shield, but this shield was completely encompassing. Like he put it I around could, his whole body. I can picture it, so I think I saw it. Yeah, which was cool. We found out he went underwater. The suit works underwater, um, so it's it's a much more jacked up version of, of the Falcon uh, outfit he had. Um, so just uh, really cool. So kind of neat to see for sure. Um, and then of course our fake Captain America shows up, uh, John Walker. He's just simply there to kill Carly and the Flag Smashers. Um, he has a minor fight with Bucky. And then finally at, towards the end as, as the hostages are in the van are dangling from the top of this um uh, building under construction he kind of like he snaps out of it he because the shield once the shield he loses the shield the fake shield and once it falls or he throws it he throws it away he kind of snaps out of it and he, he actually becomes a hero again for briefly and john actually pulls the van to safety so there is still good in him just not <laughs> to use a star wars reference it's just the paranoia becomes too much and that's what takes over and that's when he becomes more selfish and, and that's but when he snaps out of it he's still a good guy i mean he is a three-time medal of honor winner as i said so you know there is something good about the man um he's just he's he's, he's gonna have these but because of it, the serum makes you know good better and bad worse he's always gonna have this i think he's gonna be one of these guys that's always fighting fighting with himself um literally yeah. uh so but it was nice to see him at least have a redemption moment i guess we are in the, almost done so um so yeah so sam fights uh fights off the terrorists in the helicopter he's actually it's kind of cool and he actually contacts somebody in in there something like it was almost it's like he's got an ai system almost like uh like um like Iron Man did, and he's able to contact somebody inside that knows how to fly it, and he takes out the pilot while she takes over the helicopter. So it's kind of a different way of, of uh, defeating the terrorists, so to speak. Um, and then he he gives uh, then he ends up giving the big speech to the GRC on how you can't take this vote, you can't do this to these people, and he brings up like he's like he's like contradiction. I mean, I'm a I'm a black man in a Captain America suit, you know, in this day and age, and he really does address a lot of. Well, there's a lot of issues going on right now, right? In this between, you know, that are that are out there, and he's it's it's really kind of addressing it, and they're very subtle, and it's done, in my opinion, it's done pretty well, um, and how he addresses that, and I'm not going to get into that because that's 
politics, and I don't want to get into real world politics. This is a this is a Marvel Marvel podcast about superheroes and people who can fly and have yeah. magic hammers, and I like to keep it that way. So, but let's just say it's a very good speech, and you should watch it for yourself. And I, as far as I'm concerned. Um, then we get into like the aftermath of the big battle, the fallout, right? Uh, by the way, Carly dies in the arms of, of Sam. Um, she's actually shot by Sharon, but that's another story. <laughs> um, so we end up uh, with uh, we end up seeing John Walker's wife and Val together, and she's like, "I wonder what's taking so long." She says, "Probably the helmet." And he comes out in a brand new suit. It's similar to what he had before, but it's black. And yeah, like that. It's yeah. It's got very. Um, it's very different coloring coordination from uh, that. And yeah. uh, and uh, Val goes. Things are going to get awfully gonna get kind of weird. And America America's not going to need a Captain America so much as they are going to need a U.S. agent, which is who John Walker becomes in the comics. It's this this uh, this sucky version of Captain America. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's set in place. Uh, we see Bucky mail back the book. Remember, he's got the little red book with his list of people that he he wants to rect, you know, rectify from being the Winter Soldier. He did something against. It, she she mails it to that that awesome therapist that he has, and she opens it up. Very all lovely. the all the lines are crossed off. He's good, um, and Bucky's putting the Winter Soldier finally behind him, uh, and then we get to. A cool after credit scene which is there so if you didn't if you didn't know there's a after credit scene in after episode six so there is, there is um there's a, it switches to a hearing again in washington and it's sharon carter standing up there oh, and he, she's getting a public apology from the government representative and he says your old job's available if you want it back we're terribly sorry for blah 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 we you're pardoned would you like your old job back? And she goes, it would be my honor, sir. The only problem is she's the power broker and she's walking out the steps. She's on the phone and she's like, line up the buyers. Yeah, the super soldiers here may be gone, but we're gonna have access to top secret, secret uh, equipment, advanced weapons, line up the buyers. And that's where it ends. So we've set up, yes, the Flag Smashers are gone. They successfully defeat them, but they've set up this Val character they set up the U.S. agent under her, and we now have Sharon Carter out there as the power broker. So, a lot of different. <laughs> yes, they solved one. They have a new, but a lot of other problems have now broken off from this, and will be out there to be dealt with. Or we'll see. We'll see all this continue through Phase Four. I'm sure in other series, in other movies, even um, in Phase Four and Five, probably even. There's a phase five. Oh yeah, they've already got phase five planned out. We're in. This is phase four, and there's a phase five. There's gonna be phase six, isn't there? Uh, I'm sure there will be. They're making way too much money right now, and honestly, they're telling good stories. I've enjoyed everything pretty much the MCU's put out almost. So, um, so overall, so let's let's so let's. Uh, I'm just gonna grade the series overall. Um, okay. I'm gonna go ahead and give it a B plus. I think it uh, it's it was a. Not that I didn't enjoy WandaVision, I did. It was it was it was radically different. It was it was fresh from that perspective, and it was a good story they told there. But this was very much the traditional. Um, it was a buddy cop drama, but it was a Marvel buddy cop drama, and it was more of a traditional action Marvel movie uh, per se. 
Um, I liked how they basically they introduced we get a new Captain America through Sam through we get a fake Captain America out of it again with this Val character which is an evil Nick Fury supposedly we've got Sharon Carter out there now as a double agent as the power broker all kinds of really cool stuff have come has come out of this series and uh, also Bucky has healed himself so Bucky can go, go now go on from he no longer has to be just Bucky or the Winter Soldier, but maybe we'll see him become the White Wolf that everybody keeps talking about, um, and that's who that character becomes in the comics, supposedly. Um, again, I'm, I'm not a comic book reader. This is just what I read on the internet. Um, I like all I get is what I see and what I've enjoyed so far, and I'm enjoying everything I get. So overall, very strong B plus. I, I won't give it an A, but it's a B plus series uh, um, overall. Gabby, what do you think of the series overall from an 11 year old's perspective? Well, um. I'm gonna change up what I uh, what I told you. Okay. Um, I'm gonna give it an A minus. Okay. So I was thinking about it. Mm -hmm. So the last episode that hit different, and it was just I love I love the last episode. Um, my own and there's like a um, fight, like there's a lot of fighting in it, mm -hmm. which you know, beautiful. There was a lot of action in this series, yes. Yeah. My only problem with it, it was only six episodes. It was a pretty short series. It was. Um, was it a mini series or are we getting a season two? Um, they haven't said yet, but I think it's going to be if there is another series, it's no longer Falcon and Winter Soldier because Bucky's no longer the Winter Soldier. He's put all that behind him. <laughs> and Sam is now Captain America. So if if, there, if there's going to be a sequel, it might be Captain America and the White Wolf, or the White Wolf and Captain America. <laughs> that would be my guess. Title-wise, would there be a second one? Yeah, I think they could do another buddy cop kind of thing down the line somewhere, wherever it fits. I, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind it. But again, their 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 personas have changed. You know, they've grown. So like, to speak. Um, the episodes were pretty long, but it was only six episodes, and that that's my only problem with it. Yeah. Like if it if it was like a couple more episodes, okay, you know what? Yeah, A plus. Sure, why not? <laughs> I. You, you're just you're you're used to at least ten episodes and all that, right? Yeah. 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 I again, I, I think it was perfect. I, I I'll disagree with you a little bit. I think it was perfect length. It needed. It told the story it needed to. Didn't need any more than six. Yeah. Okay, Gabby, go ahead and shout out to your friends. Okay. Hello. Um, Bestie Bree, here is your shout out that you have asked for. There you go. Um, I'm pretty sure her uh, YouTube channel is just a queenie. Okay, I didn't know you were gonna plug that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Uh, did plug. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, but uh, before we go, and you want to know. We're all over the place. Where can you find... If you like this podcast and you want to see more podcasts from four Midwest guys, more than just the Falcon Winter Soldiers, we have lots of other stuff that we've done. We've, we've been doing this for years. Too um, many years. You can see everything that we got going on. We've got... Um, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on YouTube, even. Obviously, if you're watching us here. Um, there's all kinds of places that you can find us. The best place to go, guys, though, is, is simply the, the website, right? And that's uh, that's just good old www.4midwestguys.com. Um, there you're going to see that everything is um, 
you got all the shows here at the top and then if you scroll down um, if I can get it to work for some reason it doesn't want to work today yeah, it doesn't want to scroll anyway if you scroll down you'll see each one of the episodes are listed in chronological order uh, as they're released there's also links on the side to our, again our Facebook our Twitter our Podbean uh, on to uh, all the different uh, the Apple iTunes podcasts um, Apple Podcasts now this has been changed uh, everything all the links are there please follow like and subscribe uh, and get in touch with us and you can also drop us an email good old fashioned email at uh, and that's uh, for Midwest guys at gmail.com so there's plenty of ways please reach out to us any kind of feedback on the show what you like what you didn't like what maybe there's something that you really want us to cover or there's something you want us to go more in depth on hey, we'll be more than happy to and if we really like if there's a question that you give us that you want us to answer on air we'll make sure that your email makes it on air and uh there's a voicemail line it's down right now i'm having some technical difficulties so i'm not gonna put the number out today uh but uh there is a voicemail line and i will get that uh, rectified hopefully by our next podcast um yeah i'll get it fixed and uh be looking for our bad batches coming up next with star wars bad batch review podcast uh hopefully it'll be out tomorrow so be looking for that as well so uh that's our show though for today gabby thanks for joining us be back for clone wars actually wrong thing bad batch yeah, I was gonna I, say. <laughs> eh. and i've been your host b willie say everybody be cool out there and we will catch you next time <laughs>